Hey guys, it's JG. I just want to take a minute to thank you for downloading this podcast. And remember to come back every week for a new episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen on Podbean or iTunes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the very first episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen. Yeah, I, th- that was it. Yeah, that was a. That's Tyler, and I'm JG, and uh, let's get this ball rolling, shall we? Let's get crazy, guys. Let's be wild, because we got a movie to talk about. Yeah, that will blow your mind, and we'll tell you on the other side. Welcome back to this episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen, the very first episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen. It's our premiere. We're excited. It's going to be fun. Um, So just a little bit about what we do. We watch movies that we've never heard of, and it's not just that we've never heard of these movies. They also have really bizarre titles. So we don't know how they're going to turn out. We just watch them, and then hopefully they're amazing in whatever way, shape, or form that takes, whether it be terribly amazing or actually good either way they meet expectations every time <laughs> somehow so. meets expectations uh what We're in for a treat <laughs> what was this week's movie tyler uh this week's movie was uh classic from the 50s attack of the puppet people ah yes sounds just just juicy yes attack of the puppet people uh otherwise known um by myself as false advertising <laughs> on my part you'll understand that as we uh as we roll along as we roll along the poster of this movie has these people they look small this is the poster on the blu-ray yeah on the blue yeah, yeah on the yeah. blu-ray copy that i got um, mm-hmm. i'm surprised this was on blu-ray to be honest dude but thank, thank the lord it thank is thank the lord yeah. it is uh <laughs> it's like these miniature people and they're holding uh, what appears to be a knife uh like a big kitchen knife like a big kitchen knife and and they're attacking like some i think it's supposed to be a rat but it looks like a badger mm-hmm. you know so <laughs> so that, that that classic uh horror movie look that kind of b-movie look to it you know mm-hmm. um but as we get along uh spoiler alert that scene never happens it doesn't and i was very sad <laughs> kind of made me mad we were getting into like four minutes to the end of the movie and i was hey, still waiting for that <laughs> that didn't happen yet spoiler alert doesn't still doesn't happen <laughs> all right so uh we we start off and we have like these in the opening credits we see like these people and they're in tubes um, I like to call it the beam me up Scotty moment <laughs> uh, because, yeah, they're all in tubes. Uh, they're standing straight, completely still um, as the credits roll. And, yeah, it, we, we don't know yet what these are. And, and this is also, they're humans. They're just regular humans. They're not puppets or anything. They're just humans in what looks like big tubes. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. kind of like Voss water bottles. So already the false advertisement advertisement is already shown in the opening yeah. credits so mm-hmm. so uh so this it opens opens up with like this this woman she's like taking these girl scouts i guess that are wearing yarmulkes <laughs> it was the 50s guys it was the 50s I things don't know, have I don't, you know. things have changed since then and yeah. uh to meet a, a dr franz at the uh at the uh, uh dolls incorporated great name by the way dolls incorporated gets uh 
right. Gets the point across. Gets straight to the point, you know? Mm-hmm. No, why you know have what a you're fancy saying. name like Dr. Franz's Wonderful Elaborate Toys? No, just Dolls, Dolls Incorporated. You know what you're getting. Yeah. You're getting your money's worth. Yeah. and uh, Not like uh, this movie, but. Yeah, they're like, the, the, all the girls are like, looking around the dolls and whatnot, and then the secretary says, uh, you know, like this one girl goes up to like this, this, this case of these dolls in the tubes that we saw at the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, and the test secretary's like, ooh, don't touch those. Dr. Franz only gets to like, you know, use those or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the girl like goes away and then there's like intense music as we pull in towards that case. Um, A lot of intense music pull-ins. Couple, a couple things with that. Uh, one, one, the Girl Scout doesn't uh, wonder why the toys are on display if she can't have them. And two, um, she's wondering why the dolls are in tubes. Um <laughs> That, also, I don't think also, that was a thing back why then. Why are these dolls look so? Why do these dolls look so lifelike? That doesn't make sense. Like I, at least as a kid, be like, "Wow, that looks real." Yeah, you're gonna find uh, if you see this movie, a lot of um, things are just brushed under the rug. You know, logistic questions. You know, <laughs> that just don't make a lot of sense. I, are, this movie was like made in like what 1959. Yeah. Like, come on, like who, why? There's a lot we, of uh, Deus Ex Machina going on in here. Why do we, you know, bore ourselves with questions about logic? You know, <laughs> guys, 10 years from now, we put a man on the moon. So, yeah, who cares if we made tiny people in tubes? I guess all of a sudden we were, we're introduced to Sally, our main heroine. Yeah, she finds a, a, in the classified section in the paper, she sees an ad for a receptionist at this toy doll factory. Mr. Franz or Dr. Franz, whatever he is, Dr. Mr. Franz, uh, you know, he needs a new secretary because his other secretary... Uh, mysteriously disappeared mysteriously disappeared and then she's in the toy shop or in the doll shop you know just minding her own business and all of a sudden creepy mr franz walks up and he's like do you like my dolls <laughs> and w- first of all i i mean i guess you know if we're going to be straight point to the, straight to the point you know okay there's our villain great you know <laughs> you like you know immediately who this guy is just from his first line he looks like you know if mr rogers you know were to molest children i guess that's what he kind of mm. looks like apologies to all our uh, young viewers um for this <laughs> young listeners my co-host is a little it's fine um <laughs> we'll cut that out oh <laughs> uh, another thing i noticed uh this has nothing to do with the plot but just a fun uh time period thing i noticed um you know those uh water dispensers with the cups that are cones um those are around in the 50s i just <laughs> found out that today today um he was wildly uh impressed yeah i thought that was a a recent development within the last, you know, 30 years or so. But nope. it's been around. Turns out that's been around. So, <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Like, uh, he, uh, she gets a job. Yeah, she right. gets the job. And then, like, Franz is called about his former secretary, but he just says, Oh, she's gone. I'll make sure whatever you want to send her, I'll get to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but then they, they pull in to a tube because that secretary who was in the opening scene is in that tube. Dun, dun. If that wouldn't be a red flag for you to see, uh, hey, isn't that Bill from accounting? He's in a tube, guys. Yeah, and as you go, as we the movie goes along, we see more and more people that like come into this, you know, shop, mm-hmm. you know, end up in tubes. There was a, there was a, a police officer that uh, reminded me of uh, Don Knotts' character from the Andy Griffith Show, and he <laughs> ends up in a tube, and I go, not Don Knotts. Um, and then he just never, he, it's never brought up. <laughs> then you never see him again. Yeah. So. Wait, I just imagine that he's just in that, if if that was Don Knotts, like if he's in the tube just going like, whoa, what am I doing? Right. Right. Yeah. right. But then we're introduced to. Oh, 
our favorite man, my hero, our our president, <laughs> Bob Wesley, the greatest salesman in St. Louis. This movie's not set in St. Louis, by the way. I think it's set in New York. But uh, this is how he introduces himself uh, in this flick. Um, my name is Bob Wesley. My name is Bob Wesley, uh, greatest salesman St. Louis. Is that what? It was? <laughs> yep, that's exactly how he said it. Too. So then we just, you know, anytime we talked about him, to Sally, by the way, he said it's to Sally. Yeah. And nothing gets past Bob Wesley. No, greatest Bob, salesman. In, in Bob Louis. Wesley is a sharp man. He he dresses sharp and uh and he is a smooth talker, isn't he? No one no. makes sales like Bob Wesley. <laughs> uh, right, because then there's uh it was during that scene and I I wrote this down that there God this is just wonderful direction but. You know, the door to Mr. Franz's office is open, and Bob is like, oh, is Mr. Franz in here? And then Sally, without saying anything, gets up from her chair, gets up from her desk, goes over, closes the door, and says, only Mr. Franz can go in there. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful, just like, because usually, loyal. she's well, loyal. Yeah, but usually, like, you know, in acting school, you're taught, like, you know, you know, speak while you move, you know, instead of just do the move, then speak. It, it was, I just thought it was very very funny i never speak while i'm moving so right because that's just i chew gum i spit it out and then i talk to you you can't multitask no no <laughs> right now yeah this is all i'm doing i literally every time i'm not talking in this microphone right now you guys i'm walking around yeah he truly is i i see him <laughs> that was a bit that failed i'm sorry <laughs> um oh yes so uh we also um meet um franz's uh re a former business partner um who i nicknamed stromboli um ah yes 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 uh puppet master um this guy is an actual ventriloquist and marionette uh puppet master and he is a longtime friend and business partner of franz and he comes by the uh toy store uh, to talk to him about getting back into the business and one of my favorite lines Franz says back uh the puppet guy is asking him to come back on and be a, a puppet uh, uh yeah, yeah, be a puppeteer. Again. Yeah. yeah be a puppeteer because he used to um and then Franz says oh he, no he, more showmanship i just have dolls now <laughs> in the most serious and you know heartfelt way it's just no more showmanship i just have dolls now it's over i can't have both one thing the 50s had one of the other uh leading up to that though uh there was a bob is like talking to sally at one point about like you know about mr franz and she says oh he's scared she's scared of mr franz and and then (laughs) because he talks to his dolls and then bob (laughs) gives off this laugh that's just Just uh, this man worked in in the theater, I'm sure, because he gives out a. Well, he's Bob Wesley, the greatest, uh, greatest, <laughs> the greatest <sales>. showman. <laughs> Bob Wesley, the greatest showman. Eat your heart out, Hugh. Eat your um, heart out, Hugh. Uh, yeah, that just that laugh of his just soars. That guffaw yeah. just. Yeah. It was at this point that I started thinking: Is this like a fetish for France, like dolls? You know, it's kind of. It's Listen, cre- it's creepy. Do we do we question Walt Disney? For, no, we don't. Do we question? Uh, but Walt Disney was making cute little cartoons. He wasn't making dolls and talking to them. Trying to think of a better example, guys. Um, 
if you have a better example, uh, phone in. Our uh, <laughs> our lines are open. Our lines are open. Um, call this number on the screen. Five. Joke's on you. We don't have a screen, and that's not a real number. Anyways. Um, <laughs> and we don't have phones. So, yeah. Uh, we, we operate by, we uh, communicate with uh, parrots. and uh, Well, not pigeons. Yeah. That's how they're doing it in L.A. Get yeah. on board. So, um, yeah, we... Uh, Bob makes fun of uh, Sally for being scared of Franz because of its his dolls. Then there's the puppet scene. Um, he only has dolls now. And then, um, turns out... Oh, it turns out Franz's wife left him. Oh, yeah. Franz's wife left him. Right. Uh, That's why he's so detail. lonely. Uh, she left him for an acrobat. Just a fun uh, little detail. That must have hurt, friend. Yeah. Is what is what Emil, his friend, says. Right. That must have hurt, friend. His name's Emil. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> puppet man is Emil. But yeah, that scene happens. And then the next scene after that is, uh, turns out Bob Wesley is a player, friends. Mm-hmm. Because he's out on a date with Sally. Don't know the setup for that. We just see them immediately into the drive-thru. Oh, the, only, the only two interactions we had up to this point between Bob and Sally were the scene where Sally tells Bob that, you know, she's scared of Franz. And then, uh, you know, later on when he's like, he apologizes for hurting her feelings. That's then, what won her. That's what won her heart. Oh, he's sensitive. He's sensitive. She can change him. Girls, let this be a lesson. <laughs> Don't watch 50s movies. No. Um, read a book. Yeah. It's probably, if there was a book of this, it probably would be better. But 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 do you remember the part though where uh uh what's his name Franz was playing with the marionette and he was just like shittily using the marionette like the, he oh was, he he was just kind of shaking it around. You've seen and, those like uh inflatable tube guys um for the car dealerships? <laughs> Their arms are just kind of flailing around. It's what it looked like. Or uh or a Kermit the Frog when he goes yeah. That's, that's what it a, looked like. That's what it looked like. And Emilio was like, "Ooh, great puppeteering." That's the best I've seen that's the in best ages. I've seen in ages. <laughs> I wrote that down. I haven't seen a performance like that in ages. <laughs> so, ah, just lovely. Um, so back on Bob and Sally's date. Yeah, Bob's right? playa at the drive-in. They go to the drive-in movie. With, with that that movie does not is not that movie was not a metaphor. The guy shrinks in it. He said he's that. They're watching a movie, which, uh, for one thing, I love watching movies of people movies, that are watching yeah. movies. Um, they're watching a, a movie where a giant um, says, "You don't want to know what it's like to be this size." And then the last thing you hear from the movie screen is, "I'm shrinking." He must have gotten his wish and became a smaller yeah. person. But Bob, Bob Wesley, the player, the man, the myth, the legend, he uh, he makes a move. Right, he asks Sally to move to St. Louis with him. Uh, he proposes and to marry him. To marry him. This is a quick fasting. This is a quick fasting. This is a quick. He uh, fasted from uh, <laughs> proposing to people for a while, and this now is he's a back fast. On track. Is a quickly developing a relationship here. Crazy turn of events, folks. Yeah, anything can happen in the fifties. Anything can happen in the fifties. Um, Such a terrible love storyline. <laughs> But a great slogan. But but a great anything Still can prob- happen in the fifties. Probably better love story than Twilight, right? Oh, don't you crush my Twilight! <laughs> All right, we're gonna talk about this later. All right, um, Team Edward and Team Jacob. Um, I'm Team Bob Wesley. Back to the plot. Uh, <laughs> the next day, Sally's at the office. Um, turns out, uh, Bob Wesley has vanished. Right, because they were gonna go to Reno. 
or no, Vegas. Uh, They're going to go to Vegas to elope. Yeah. And Bob elope. was like, oh, I'll go over to Franz's office and tell him you're not coming in anymore because we're getting married. Mm-hmm. And then Franz calls Sally and's like, where are you? You're supposed to come to work. She's like, well, didn't Bob come by? It's like, oh, yes, he came by. He went to St. Louis without you. And so I was thinking in my that, head, that douche. And then John said, um, maybe it's what he friends wants her to think. And I said, that douche. <laughs> who was the douche? The douche or that the person so, who thought he was a douche? But don't worry. We got about half an hour to <laughs> seal this <laughs> plot. Oh, yes. Um, so yes, he's making dolls still, uh, Francis in the image of those, um, that he knows and loves. Um, and he makes, she finds right. out. That's yeah, what, yeah. that's, that's his, that, that's what Franz tells Sally when she come, comes in the office and sees like this doll version of, of Bob. Yeah. She's like, wait, this is Bob. And she, he's like, oh, do you think so? You think it looks like him? Oh, well, cause it is, it, it's well, supposed to. <laughs> well, guess what? Audience it is. Um, <laughs> spoiler. So, um, <laughs> then we are introduced. Um, we see off camera that uh, friends shrink Sally, and then we are introduced. Um, well, no, before she, he dr- shrinks Sally, because Sally goes to visit. Right, he goes to vi- she goes to visit. The world's greatest um, detective. The world's greatest detective. Sergeant, That's right, I switched those around. Sergeant Patterson. Sergeant Patterson, and she tells him the whole story, that she thinks... Um, Friends is uh, shrinking people that she knows into dolls. And he takes it really well. <laughs> he says, can you give me an example? Well, my fiance, anyone else? It's almost like a surrealist movie where <laughs> everything is just kind of, you know. Eh, like, uh, what's, what's the... Of course this could happen. What's the, the story about, like, it's, it's, a, it's a movie theory where it's like, it's a type of, like, it's, our, it's an Artur theory where it's like... Um, you see a rhinoceros go across screen and someone's like, oh, a rhinoceros. Oh, interesting. And then they go about their merry way like nothing <laughs> happened. That's a type of uh, film thing. I don't know. I've yeah, heard, that, I heard that once. But that's definitely kind of what the... But uh, the thing is like Patterson, he acts like he cares and he's like, nah, everybody's just joking. This is all just stupid. He's like, turns you into dolls, all right? Hmm. Oh, I see. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do about it. Hmm. I guess you gave me three examples, so I guess I should see what I should do about it. Right. So, yes, after that, she comes back uh, to the toy store, and then uh, friends shrinks Sally into a toy. Dun-dun-dun. <gasps> Terror. And then she wakes up as a small person, and she sees a telephone. A telephone, and she screams at it. Uh, yeah, because the telephone is, like, bigger than her. And and then Franz uh, comes over to Sally, uh, little Sally now, um, and and is so considerate. Uh, she is he has given her uh, a small little toy uh, hairbrush and some toiletries, <laughs> which, which he calls toilet article. Here are some toilet articles and leggings, and here's that dress you liked so much. Yeah, he takes a dress from a doll from a previous scene, gives it to her, um, gives her a little toy hand mirror. It's really cute. Um, <laughs> One thing I noticed, though, the paper clips uh, that are on this table that she's standing on, they are still the size of paper clips. So, like, like if pa- Sally were to hold a paper clip, it'd still be like to scale to her. You know, it wouldn't be to scale like to friends. Right. Um. So then he's trying to explain. Uh, she wakes up, Bob. Uh. So Bob and her are now awake and trying to like figure out what what just happened. 
And then Franz uh, tells them about um, how he used uh, wavelengths to uh, shrink them. Blah blah, boring stuff. It's very, it's very Willy Wonka, like the TV scene. I was, I was realizing. Um, he's like turns them into millions of little particles and shrinks them down. Um, so yeah, it was just like, let me explain the plot of the movie to you now. But like to explain how he does it, he uses a tuning fork, which some of you might know. Uh, if you hit it on something, it makes a ping. If you put it up to your ear, um, he hits it on a table. It makes like a crashing sound and then holds it up to a glass, like just like a glass, like a cup. And then it goes wah, 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 and it breaks the glass. The glass. <laughs> I don't know of a t- tuning fork that can do that. But if you do like well, that. Well, Franz has one. Franz has one. I Clearly. Gotta, I got to call up Franz. Got to call, call up that guy. Yeah. He's only on collect though. Yeah. Damn so. it. Um, another time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the tuning fork thing happens. And then he turns <laughs> he my the, favorite part. He take, cause he has to, he demonstrates to them how, you know, the, like the laser gun he uses to, to make people small, you it know, so cute. And he guys. takes this black cat and he, he turns, shrinks it down to this little tiny cat and to a handful of a cat. He Not even fits, a handful. It just like, it's like this little dot on his, on his barely palm. fits on the palm of his it's, hand. It's so cute. And when that happened, I immediately went, oh, baby kitty, baby, and just, it was lovely. <laughs> Guy, the, guys, the, the movie starts going uphill from here. <laughs> um, this is where things get going. So yeah. Um, with about like 40 minutes left in the movie. Right. Franz, um, takes out a couple of tubes of some, uh, other people he's shrunken. Um, one girl, uh, one, one teenage girl. Um, and then one teenage boy and then another guy that was in the Marine. Marine, Yeah. He was like, who looked like Anthony Perkins. Yeah. Any psycho fans out there? Um, he looks like Anthony Perkins. It could be. We didn't, we didn't check the credits. I don't think it was, uh, (laughs) but too bad. I'll I'll say, I'm still going to call him Anthony Perkins. He was great value Anthony Perkins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, friends wakes up, uh, some other people cause they get, yeah, he wakes up those four people. And they get he, times of the days where they get to wake up and, uh, well, yeah, the, cause they're in these tubes and they are quiet and they are asleep in, in some limbo when they're not in the tube, when they are in the tube. Yeah. And then when they're out of the tube, they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Um, but they're all, well, they're all like, you know, oh my gosh, isn't this wonderful? Amazing that we're all like, you know, we don't have a care in the world. Isn't this amazing yeah. that our master just gets to feed us and, you know, just not have a care in the world. And, uh, friends is like, we must celebrate. We have two new, uh, uh, friends for, that we get to celebrate with. So he pops them a baby champagne bottle, <laughs> which is like a little, <laughs> a little, and it's really cute. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then he brings out like the little teacups and the, and this big ass butter knife. <laughs> yeah. And he, butter uh, knife that's big, that would be like good for him, but like is, you know, the same size as the people. Right. It's like the size of their, their whole body. Yeah. Um, he turns on the radio too for them to like have a party and dance. And he forces the teenage <laughs> girl to sing. Yeah, he does. Um, but the whole time, I was just thinking, like, once the radio, rec- like, the needle goes on the record, like, and it starts playing, playing why aren't they all, like, blown away by the sound? Just like, <laughs> Whoa. like, Mar- like Marty McFly in, in, uh, in Back to the Future, just, exactly. Just, <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Dude, rock and roll, guys. Um, <laughs> rock and roll. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so, so they're, they're singing and dancing and, you know, having a gay old time. And then Emil comes by and uh, takes uh, 
fr- Franz away from the from his uh, laboratory room. So he closes the door, leaves the 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 tiny uh, captives to their own, and they all the other ones are talking to Bob and Nancy like, okay, we need to get out of here. That yeah. was all, you know, that was all just, a, you know, we were just, that was just pretend. So they all go, to, they all go to the phone to call the police. And the girl's like, what's the number? <laughs> what's the number, what's for, number the for the police? police? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know personally if the number changed, but I merely thought of little rascals like quick, what's the number for nine one one. So <laughs> it's fine. Pretty sure. And then they call the police and the police can't hear them because, because of the radio. Yeah. The mm-hmm. radio is so loud and their voices because their little people are so tiny that they can't hear them. Yeah. So, so that, so that the police, fails. the police just hangs up on them. Yeah. What like, a, like a police does like the police officer would. Um, yeah. and then we are introduced to, uh, little Shirley temple, uh, lookalike Shirley temples lookalike. Yes. It is one of the, uh, girl scout girls. Um, and she loved the, tour of the toy shop so much she came back without any parents or adult um just no one she just, just comes by herself, by herself. And she looks like she's like four yeah she's so, a child she should not be left her own div- i don't know what parent this is this is this is why we are at where we're at today because ch- parents in that time just left their children onto their own defenses at four anything could happen in the 50s guys that's why it was the American dream, people. American dream. We're trying to get back. Stay at home with your wife while you let your four-year-old daughter just go to some creepy old man's doll shop. <laughs> it happens. Um, it's a regular so, Sunday. So the girl is like, I want to play with the dolls. Um, and she accidentally finds the baby cat. Yes. <laughs> in a matchbox. <laughs> so cute, She's guys. like, oh, I want this kitty. I want this kitty. He's like, and no, you can't play with the like, cat. No, you gotta gotta leave now. If you come back later, I'll let you play with the cat. She's like, promise. And he's like, yeah. yep. And then Patterson, like, but like while this is all going on, like you know the 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 people, the little people back in the room, they're like trying to like you know get out, you know. So Bob Wesley's like, I bet I can figure out how to work that laser gun there, cause Bob Wesley can do anything. Bob Wesley, man of many talents. Many talents. Uh, um, you know, and we were asking, well, why didn't they try to break out before? And it's like, well, they didn't have Bob Wesley with them. Exactly. When you got Bob Wesley, folks, you can do anything. Of course, they fail in their attempt for who knows why, because Franz was even coming back to the room. They're like, oh, God, we got to go. We get, we, he can't know that we tried to, you know, make mm-hmm. ourselves big again. Um, and then Patterson comes by. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just want a, a little highlight, too. Um, the, one of the girls that were frozen, uh, she's taking a bath in a coffee can. <laughs> And she goes, what's the matter with being a bottle baby? And that's a line someone wrote. A bottle baby. I don't even know if that's insulting or hilarious or what, but it's a line. It's a line. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then Emil comes by and, Emil and, comes by. and well, well, first Patterson comes by and he, and he goes, <laughs> he like goes to where the door to, uh, uh franz's lab is and and he's like oh, yeah this I? is the, de- the, detective. the detective the sergeant you know he goes uh-huh. like well can i go in here it's like well it's only really there's nothing back there it's like well i want to go in there and then he sees the laser gun that he says well what does this do i don't know what it does and he just like and then franz gives some like you know bullshit excuse and he's just like eh, eh, okay sounds about right sounds about right okay i'm just gonna leave now Great detective. Yeah. Work. Hmm. There's all these people going missing, and they all seem to be going. They all seem to have something to do with you. 
But then, eh, whatever, you know. Coincidence. It's a coincidence. He's just a nice old man. What's he going to do? Eat your heart out, Sherlock. <laughs> the um, greatest detective in the world. You know who would have solved this case much quicker? Bob Wesley. Bob Wesley. Um, speaking of Bob Wesley. Speaking of Bob. All of a sudden, he has this brilliant idea. He found a sleeping capsule that he's going to put in his coffee, in uh, Franz's coffee. Which, by the way, we don't know where he got this from. Because Franz is like, Franz says, you know, well... Patterson's asking too many questions, so we're all going to bow out together. I'm going to kill you all with me, and we're going to go away. So let's go to the theater and do it. And they're at the theater. And yeah, Bob pulls out this fucking... Uh, it's a fun little do sex machina for you guys. So. Uh, sleeping capsule. Sleeping capsule. How do you get that? So, uh, yeah, Franz has this idea. We're going we're gonna to ditch town, but I'm going to take you out on one night on the town to the theater. So he takes them all in a briefcase um non-bottled yeah he, he's like you deserved it i'm not gonna put you in your tubes i'm just gonna put you in a briefcase and <laughs> carry you around. Around, around so he takes him to the theater he actually puts on a puppet show for them and it's, it with it's dr jekyll and mr hyde yeah so it's, yeah. he's got one puppet with him that's, which is which is jekyll and hyde yeah um and he says he needs the our tiny captors captives to um play the parts of uh, Dr. Jekyll's uh, and, wife. And at this point, best we, friend stuff. we looked at each other and we're like, puppet people! <laughs> it's the puppet people, guys. They're not actually puppets. They just play puppets. Yes. So yeah. It's a little... Uh, it's a little... I was... When, honestly, when I saw the title of this movie, I'm like, oh my God, is it like Chucky? But like... Yeah. You know. A little bit of false advertising, folks, but... Uh, yeah. A lot of false advertising. little lie goes a long way. Anyway, so Sally is to play the uh, fiance of Dr. Jekyll. And actually, the, 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 the special effect was pretty cool, actually. Like, she's, like, in this day on the little, like, you know, marionette stage. They, with the, they built uh, an actual set. Um, yeah. Like, a big bigger set of the little marionette stage. And they had a guy in a suit um, dressed up like the marionette. Yeah. So it looked it, pretty good. It, it was actually, yeah, pretty convincing. It was like, he had yeah. a mask on. Yeah. It, it was really well done. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, while this is going on, Bob slips that tablet into the coffee, and then he uh, he comes and out. He has a <laughs> kind of a breakdown. <laughs> he comes out onto the stage, and he's like, you're going to kill us, friends. You can't do this. I'm sick of this. And then he looks at the Mr. Hyde marionette, and he says, look at this face, everybody. This might be a mon- face of a monster, but it's nothing compared to Franz up there. Who's and the real monster? monster? Very Beauty and the Beast moment. Um, and then he grab, uh, Bob grabs the marionette head and Just rips it off the marionette off. and starts tackling the marionette. Oh, the, the, despite all the false advertising in the movie, I think it's all worth it for that specific for that one moment. Scene, uh, if you had, to, if we had to pick one, <laughs> it was um, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, so they escape um, from friends and only the Bob and Sally do. Yeah, that's right. You we never don't know. see <laughs> we like Bob and Sally escape, and then we never see the other four again. The last thing we we hear from of the other four is them, them screaming help in the audience seats. We don't see them. We just... maybe they got eaten by like a rat or something, which would explain the the cover photo, which we never see. Which we never see. <laughs> um, but, maybe it's a deleted but a, scene. A stage manager is there. He was he like walking. I was like, "Who are you talking he's, to? Who are you talking to?" And then to at, at the end of it, he's just like, "I'm. I've had enough." He's like, 
F this. I'm done, guys. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I, they don't pay me enough for this crap. Yeah. Yeah. So we're coming up towards the end of the end of our film. And, and, uh, and, Bob, uh, and Bob and Sally are running away. They're running through the streets of New York. They're escaping. <laughs> and they're like, we need to get back to the factory. How far is it? It's, it's about a mile. A, it's a mile. All right. That's about six miles from us. <laughs> it's like, wait. <laughs> I want to know Bob, how they got six miles from. Bob Wesley. He's a mathematician. Genius as well. <laughs> Bob Wesley, actor. Bob Wesley, mathematician. Bob Wesley, salesman. He's a man's man, folks. Bob Wesley, ladies' man. You know, you can take him to Thanksgiving dinner with you. Yep, he's just he is a man of the people. Mm-hmm. Bob Wesley. Bob Wesley. <laughs> and then, so then they make it back to the doll factory, and then they encounter a big dog. And remember, the dog is bigger than them because they're little people. <laughs> and they do. The dog just kind of goes like. Woof, 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 and they're like no get away from us nah. yeah it's it's some oh i totally forgot about it. so they hide in a box that gets them back into uh the factory yeah. um and there's a matte painting and he yes. and bob so they, they're standing they come, they come out of the so the box is delivered to like the doctor doc, uh, franz's office and they like come out right you know mm-hmm. <laughs> they come out of the box and the box is a set they're in front of, and then it's a matte painting behind it. But it cuts off a little too close to the box. So he, so Bob points to like, look, there's the machine, and it like cuts off some of his head. It's like the matte painting is in front of his head. So just it a was, little technical glitch for us, uh, film. That it was it was beautiful folk. though. It was perfect. We out, had to, out we of had to all the it. yeah, out of all the matte paintings that were in this this movie i'm glad there was at least one mess up um or else it would have been too perfect yeah it would have been too perfect of a movie (laughs) um technically speaking too perfect of a movie so and uh franz uh returns to um his factory he's running around he's looking he's trying to um he's trying to find them he goes into his factory um he sees the machine what is turned on then he turns it off and lo and behold Sally burst out of the closet. Um, all defiant. All defiant. And then Bob does too and says, we're going straight to the cops. And then they leave. And Franz is left saying, don't leave me. I'll be so alone. I'll be so alone. And, and then he just kind of pans away big, from Big, you know, luscious music is coming coming on. And then it pans to uh, two of the bottles that are empty. And then it's the end. <laughs> the end of our movie and then it cuts to black well and there was also remember there's the part too where uh the uh, little girl from earlier it's like standing outside the uh you know she's standing outside the office going like you know uh or, or the toy shop oh yes and uh, Patterson keep in mind, comes back. this is someone mentioned when they were running away it was like it's five in the morning we can't get to the elevator or something like that we yeah. can't use the elevator to get get up to the factory. Yet everyone seems to be up at five in the morning. So because... this is five in the morning, and the little girl is there, um, wanting to get into the factory to play with the dolls, and still no parents. <laughs> and uh, the detective is there and is like, "Hey, little girl, what are you doing?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm waiting to play with the dolls," and and she tells him all about how like the dolls come to life and that like you know he turns people into dolls and whatnot. And he's like shouldn't you be at school and she's like yeah and he's like here i'll take you and then Picks they... her up and just like leaves guys the worst detective in the world i'm really happy i saw this movie tonight 
I'm really happy John picked this movie. Um, I mean, I, I picked it mainly because the title sounded just so amazing, but it, God, false advertising. I really hope um, However, as we continue with the series, um, this is an anomaly out of the bunch. So I, I don't I don't think so, to be honest. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. Well, I just hope that they end up being. My hope is that they they're funnier overall. I, I love me a good bad B movie. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. So. This was a little bit like fringe Mystery Science Theater, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, it was all worth it for that one scene where he tackles the marionette. Yeah, so. exactly. It, I mean, I think, I don't know if I would recommend this to people to watch. I I, I think it might be like just a fun, like get your friends together. If you you're know? if if you like um movies that shrink people <laughs> if you like honey i shrunk the kids you probably will like this movie or a hook um <laughs> i think you're gonna like this just fine yeah there's a lot of those kind of shots there's a there's a enjoyable aspects of it yeah some of the the scenery the the set design of the the, the bigger uh, set pieces of the telephone and stuff are fun so mm-hmm. except for the paper clips are the same size so yeah well, we should be probably moving on to uh, uh, the next few episodes, probably doing a lot of Grindhouse movies, uh, seems like, uh, oh, which those should be heck yes. really fun to do because those are just absolutely insane. I'm ready, guys. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening to our first episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen. I hope it was obscure. Guys, it's been real. It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, and it's been real fun. So. Uh... <laughs> all right. That is all for us this week. Tune in next week. As always, I am Tyler. And I am JG. I hope you weren't bored. Good night. (laughs) Hey guys, JG again. One quick word before we go. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us at OOTSS Podcast. Again, that is at OOTSS Podcast. Make sure to send us your movie suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. If there's any weird movie that you love or maybe you've heard of and you want us to watch it, let us know. We may just watch it. Thanks again for listening, and tune in next week for another episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen.